Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Welcome to this episode of The Podcast. This show is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, Adam Pullman, fitness and nutrition coach. So that's how this show works. You have questions, uh, I answer them. I'm basically here to serve you uh, and your questions. In this episode, we're talking about the difference between healthy eating and dieting? Where is the line between uh, those two things? How do those two things work um, together and separately, if that is the case? So we're going to be talking about that today. Uh, If you have a question like this one that you want to send in on the show, you can do that on Instagram. So that's how all of these listeners, just like you, send in their questions. Uh, if you go to my Instagram story, my handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. And if you go to my story on Saturdays, so not Sundays anymore, we're going to start trying out Saturdays and see how that goes. If you go to my story on Saturdays, you will see a question box there that says, ask me a question. That is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, as you would like. And then I'll answer them here on the show for you in detail, just like I am with this uh, individual's question uh, today. If you are someone that wants to build a faster metabolism and you would like to support what I do here on the show so I can continue making episodes like this, I encourage you to take a look at the Eat More, Get Leaner ebook. This is a detailed book uh, that takes you step-by-step on what you can do to improve your metabolism, which can make fat loss easier now and uh, down the road. So to check that out, you can go to PullmanFitness.com store. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N-Fitness.com slash store. And then if you want more information on health, fitness, and nutrition, you're someone that's highly, highly committed to reaching your health and fitness goals and doing whatever it takes to get there, feel free to join our private Facebook group. Um, You can do that by sending me a message on Instagram and just saying, that's me, just letting me know that you're someone that's highly committed to your health and fitness and you want to make some serious improvements, whether that's through more information and or through coaching uh, with me, because we do talk about uh, a lot of the results that people have coaching with me in there and share their victories, which is pretty awesome. So if you just send me a a message on Instagram saying, that's me. I'll know that you're interested in the group and I will send the link to that group uh, to you. That way you can request to join. And then lastly, before we get into the answer of today's question here, if you want more free resources on fat loss, muscle building, whatever it may be, we have plenty of free guides and articles for you at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N Fitness.com slash free. Today's question is from... Lexi Ashbrook. And the question is, where's the line with making healthy eating a lifestyle versus only dieting one to two times a year? So I'm not exactly sure what what she's kind of implying or asking about with this question, but I just want to take the opportunity to talk about the difference between healthy eating as a lifestyle and dieting, because there does seem to be a difference, unfortunately. And I think a big reason that there's a difference is... um, Actually, you know what, before I get into that, that might, that's funny that this question was answered uh, or asked today. We went to breakfast this morning with some friends um, and 
one of one of our friends was like, Adam, uh, you know, she goes, the other day I was eating ice cream. And then she looked at me and she goes, I don't know if you, and then stopped. And what she was going to say is, I don't know if you eat ice cream as if I'm some sort of freak that, you know, just because I'm a health and fitness professional, I don't enjoy or eat ice cream. <laughs> but stuff like that does happen. For some reason, we have this idea in our head that, you know, if you're into health and fitness or if you're into making a change in your life, that you have to be, you know, crazy restrictive and dieting and giving your life away to the gym. Um, but that's not the case. And if that's not the case, though, the question is, well, how did that come to be? And, you know, I don't really know with 100% certainty. I don't know how that started, how that mindset, that mentality started, but I have a guess. Um, and my guess is that, you know, overall, just doing things to improve your overall health and fitness wasn't really a thing and wasn't really mainstream. Um, until until Arnold, until those bodybuilding days when that image of that physique um, became really popular, going to the gym became popular, and that became the status and image of health. And so pretty much ever since then, we've been getting a lot of health and fitness information from people in those spaces, you know, and we associate, oh, I want to, you know, lose some body fat or get leaner. Um, or be healthier with, I want to be shredded and have an eight pack. And so what happens is over time, when those, when people in those spaces are giving information to the general population, is they give, and what happens is they give information that applies to their life. And these people are um, in the health and fitness space for a living. They are competitive bodybuilders, they're, they're, they're models, or um, they're competitive fitness uh, athletes, whatever it may be. Their whole life is dedicated to looking a certain way or living a certain life, and it's it's their livelihood. It's everything that they do. Um, you know, for example, someone who's trying to be you know 240 pounds lean on stage, or or whatever it may be for a woman, 180 pounds lean on stage, um, and maintain that. <clears throat> and you're, I mean, you're going to have to go through extremes to make that happen. You're not just going to be able to make a healthy change here and there and see that happen. You know, the more um, uh, the, the the more far-reaching that the goal is, the, the more the sacrifices are going to be, the greater the sacrifice is going to be to get those results. So anyway, you have people in that space with that context of, of fitness giving information to the general population. The general population being people kind of like you and me that enjoy everything else in life. We have a, have a career um, and we don't necessarily care about being the biggest or being the most shredded, but we just want to look better, feel better, and move better. Right. And so what happens is they give their information down. And then over time, we associate looking, looking better, feeling better and moving better with eating chicken and broccoli and rice and tilapia and asparagus literally 24 seven, seven days a week and going to the gym for two hours a day and one hour in the morning for cardio. Uh, uh, that's I can't base that on any sort of fact, but I think that's just what has happened over the years is. Once fitness became mainstream, started in those in those Arnold days, and ever since then, we've been looking towards those types of people for information. And the truth of the matter is that they live in a completely different world um, than we do. So that's the reason that things are the way that they are. But I don't think it has to be that way. Um, another reason that's like that, and that feeds into it. Sorry, I'm kind of rambling on here. But another reason that it, it feeds into it is just because. I think we like to be all or nothing. You know, we, we, we have this idea that we have to be completely perfect or not at all. Uh, we have this obsession with perfection. I don't know if it's an American thing. Um, I'd be curious to know how other people in other countries handle those things. But I think, um, you know, we associate our, our value with 
how good we are at doing something. And so if we're not doing it all the way perfect, we say, well, what's the point of doing it at all? Um, which, which isn't the case with health, health and fitness. So all that stuff's come, stuff comes into play as to why we treat it like that and why healthy eating is seen as some sort of diet. Um, so technically speaking, I don't even, I've been talking so long and just rambling about that one part. I don't even remember the original question. I think, um, what I would like to say too, is like that, let's talk about the definition or the difference between healthy eating and dieting. Cause I think that's important to understand. I think it's interesting that the person worded it this way. And I think it shows what they already think of dieting and what all of us probably think of dieting. That was the end of the question, you know, making healthy eating a lifestyle versus only dieting one to two times, um, a year. And dieting one to two times a year is what we do. We go all the way in and we restrict the foods that we love, restrict the foods that we enjoy, we restrict restrict foods that are deemed as, you know, unhealthy for the sake of losing the 30 pounds or whatever it might be. And we, what happens is, the, this is why the dieting only happens one to two times a year and why it continues to do that is because we do we go all out for that diet. We lose the 30 pounds and in the rest of the year, it slowly comes back and slowly comes back and slowly comes back and slowly comes back. And so then by the time, you know, later that year or the next year around, it's like, well, 30 pounds, got to lose that 30 pounds again and we diet. And so it becomes this, this vicious never ending cycle of dieting and then eating quote unquote normal or dieting and eating quote unquote normal. Um, now where I would like to see all of us transition is into, you know, healthy eating. Uh, but I want to be clear, healthy eating is not dieting. Healthy eating, we can make it have a thousand different definitions, but off the top of my head, I would just simply say it's eating food that you understand is good for your body and serves the value that is most important to you at that time. So what I like to tell people is that there really isn't good or bad food. There is unhealthy food and healthy food, but even unhealthy foods have value. All food has value. It just depends on what the value is of that food and how important it is to us, how important that value is to us. So let me give you an example that the value of, of, you know, a meal with, let's say, you know, a salad with some olive oil and a, and, and, and a meat and some potatoes, the value of that meal is, is the health, you know, obviously you can, you can cook it and prepare it in a way that tastes absolutely amazing. Um, but a big part of the value in that meal is, is like, are the health benefits? That is a big part of the value. And so what you would be doing when you are just living a healthy lifestyle is prioritizing foods that improve your overall health. Because when you're healthy, you look better, feel better and move better. So you appreciate the value of that food. Okay. Now this is where people would say, well, what would we, what would we do about unhealthy food? Because in that sense, it doesn't have value. Well, I think it does. It's just not the same value. Unhealthy food has a hedonistic value, pleasure and taste. And one thing that we like to do for some reason with health is, is think that physical health is the only element. There's physical health, mental health, um, emotional health, spiritual health. And so I would argue that unhealthy foods, when used in the correct manner, can help us fulfill mental, emotional um, health. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're at a, at a, at a, at dinner with your friends and you're out to eat and everybody's having dessert but you um, because you have a giant stick up your ass about eating healthy and you can't have that one little piece of the cake or whatever it is, how do you think that's going to impact the overall 
you know, environment or your overall mental health, you're going to be dealing with your own emotions of, oh, I just wish I could eat that. Oh, I don't want to eat that. Look at all them having a great time. Screw those people. That's not going to be extremely beneficial. There's like this social lubricant that food brings to us. Um, you know, you could argue the same for, for alcohol, for wine, all that stuff. Now, I'm not saying that means I need to be clear here. That doesn't mean that you just eat a bunch of cake and stuff your face and go, well, it's, it's, it's got value. It's got hedonistic value. And I'm appreciating that value because if you have that stuff in, in excess, it's not valuing your overall, it's, it's not, you know, improving your overall health. There's no value in that health wise. And if you binge it, there's really no value in that, um, mental and mentally and emotionally, because, you're now binging. You're not craving and giving into that. You're now binging and you are creating very poor habits. You're creating this reliance on this substance to fill some sort of void in your void or need in your life. And that's not healthy, even though you feel like you're, you know, just appreciating the hedonistic value of the unhealthy food. Um, so anyway, you know, the, the, it just depends on how you look at things. But the way that I would like to live, have everybody live their life is just be open-ended, to everything. Now, the I'll, I won't say that you need to live the way I live, but I'm just going to share the, the way I live. Like I eat everything. Last night I had a peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich because I love that stuff so much. But a majority of the time I am choosing healthy food because I know it. Like I enjoy it when I eat healthy food and I feel good and I don't have energy crashes. And I, like I enjoy having good digestion, good energy throughout the day. I enjoy sleeping well. And I value those things. So I value the healthy food that that brings to my body. But, you know, when I'm watching a movie or whatever I'm doing and I want a, pea, a peanut butter and marshmallow sandwich, I'm going to value that. I'm going to have that. It just doesn't make up a majority of what, I, what I'm eating because then the value would be twisted and taken away. So you kind of have to take, you know, take that for, for, uh, for what it's worth and apply it to yourself into your own life. It's not black and white. There aren't strict rules. And that's why it's not dieting. You know, it's it's eating without guilt, without shame. You're eating you're eating foods because you want to, because it's good for your body. It nourishes your body well, and you appreciate that nourishment. So, you know, you could even tie it into intuitive eating. You know, that's that would be the difference. You know, dieting versus intuitive eating. Um, so you're just gonna have to figure out how that how that looks in your life, what your relationship with food looks like. Um, and, and what you need to focus on and uh, improve. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, you know someone that needs to listen to it because they're dieting like an asshole all the time and it's ruining your experience when you want to go get ice cream, share this episode with them. Uh, let them know this is where they can go to get their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And if you don't know anybody that could listen to it, that's fine. Spread the love, share this show with your friends and family, and let them, they, let them know that they can come here to get their questions answered as well. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.